This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today we're visiting with Dave Schneider, District Operations Manager, and Charles Bogle, Chairman of the Board of Round Mountain Water and Sanitation District. Gentlemen, welcome to the program. Thank you for having us. I know you have a meeting coming up this week on Thursday, January 30th at 5.30 at Cliffs Lane on your rate recommendations. Is that correct? That is correct. We've been, for the last six months, going through a rate study of where we are and how we should be. And uh, we want to bring these recommendations to our constituents of the Round Mountain Water and Sanitation District and get their feedback on it. Perfect. We'll talk a little more about that meeting, but let's get into the basics first. What's the purpose or the charter, if you will, of Round Mountain Water? What aspects of water do you cover? Well, as it relates to supporting, the special district supports principally the towns of Westcliff and Silvercliff with their uh, drinking water and sanitation support. And so uh, in a changing environment uh, with increasing uh, regulation on us and such like that, an appraisal that we've had over the last several years about our long-term viability, we've got a plan now that, number one, incorporates a new uh, wastewater treatment plant that we hopefully will get going uh, later this year after about three years of dealing with the state as far as requirements. But then we've got additional issues as it relates to the the sources of our fresh water and such to uh, support it, and also uh, addressing uh, increased growth and such, as well as sustainability of our system. So who are the key players at Round Mountain? There have been some changes recently. George Medeiros has been a fixture for the last uh, four or five years, I think. Is he still involved uh, in the transition? George is uh, definitely, he's uh, gone on, is now as a consultant with us. But George, in the last four or five years, has brought, uh, you know, his decades of experience with Fremont County sanitation and has really helped us in identifying and confirming some of our long-term goals as it relates to supporting the district's uh, multidisciplined uh, requirements. Let me ask a bit about rates, since that's coming up. Rates are set to rise over the next few years. Is is that a safe statement? Yes. In fact, one of the criticisms with some of the actions we did the last year is that we had gone extended periods without rate study uh, and rate increases. And so we're proposing a plan of periodic incremental increases rather than uh, some of the big adjustments that we had to incorporate this past year. And Dave, uh, the meeting coming up, it will get into the rate recommendations, the rationale behind it, the, the study behind it. Is that is that the case? That is correct. Yeah, we've gone through... Uh, numerous scenarios, and we've kind of trimmed it down to two or three, and we'll show those proposals and show the reasons and why we have to do this. When a, you know, on a related, the state and their requirements of the cleanliness of the effluent, especially coming out of the sewer plant, has dramatically changed from 1975 when Round Mountain started. So the good thing 
is we'll be one of the top three effluent producers. It would be almost drinking water, but that takes $6 million to, to build such a plant. So how do we, one of the explanations is how do we as 1,200 people pay for something like that? Mm-hmm. I was going to ask about numbers of customers. You, is 1,200 the yeah, number we, of customers? Yeah, we, we have around 1,200 people right now. Over the last couple of years, housing seems to be tightening up as new folks move to town. Does Round Mountain Water have some new customers in the last few years? In the last three years, we've added about 70 people or 70 new accounts. Okay. Which for us has been a huge boom. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Let me remind folks that we're visiting with Dave Schneider and Charles Bogle from Round Mountain Water and Sanitation District. Thinking about the meeting coming up this week, uh, who do you hope to attend? Well, we hope that our constituency will come uh, and and understand better what we've gone through and what we will be projecting for the next uh, at least five years and and gain their feedback as to their feeling about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Round Mountain is in the process of some projects that were funded by grants and loans. What's included and what's the status of those projects? We've had funding actually available uh, for a couple of years now. We have a million dollars from the state's Department of Local Affairs, DOLA, to support this effort. And then we've also got a loan and grant, quite favorable really, uh, from USDA to support the balance uh, to like uh, Dave said, upwards of $6 million for this new facility. As folks look at facilities out there, what, what, what did they see? Did it, does it look different? Right now, in the present, it does not, but it will dramatically change. We'll be going from basically three settling ponds to a completely enclosed mechanical plant. So everything will be inside, much more controlled, and our effluent going out of the plant will be tremendous. Like I said, one of the top three in the state. And if anyone is not familiar with the current settling ponds, uh, they're located? They're located just north of town, uh, just north of Adams subdivision on the west side of the highway. So tell us a bit more about the rates, uh, historically, currently, in the future, how Round Mountain sees that progressing. Well, one of the things that we've realized and and uh, and our uh, many of our customer constituency also realized we haven't had a program of progressively uh, addressing cost of living and and various uh, adjustments in our cost of doing business. So part of this will be uh, where we will do an annual review of uh, our cash flow and our expenses to address that, to make it a little more predictable for our customer base and a little more responsible to the external requirements that a lot of our financing agencies and and some of the best practices of of this type of service so that as we experience it, there's nothing particularly getting less expensive, but to to make it uh, more... uh, easy for our customer base to accommodate it and make it more predictable. Dave, what other plans do you have to improve the water system? I'm thinking about wells. Uh, what's, what, you, have a, you have a series of wells. What's the status of those? 
We have three wells. Two of those wells are primary drinking wells. One was built in 1975. That one is needs the process of redrilling. It's it's slowly dwindling in production. So that will be the next. As soon as we get the wastewater treatment plant going, we're immediately going to go and start that water treat or water replacement of that well. And what what are the depths of the wells? They are very shallow because our our water in the valley is very shallow, so they're only 80 feet deep. Okay. And on this program, we've talked about uh, water in the valley up in Hard Scrabble Canyon. It's fractures here. It's more alluvial. This is this. These are in the alluvial sections. Yes, they're right in the alluvial, right along the the bluff of the valley here. Okay. Tremendous producers. We have no problem producing the amount of water we need. It's night and day as you go from one of those reservoirs to the other, I know. It is. So how do you see handling future growth? I would anticipate over time there'll be more people moving in. You'll probably have more customers. Uh, What kind of issues does that cause? We are attempting to go 50 years in the future and what those needs are. And we have significant challenges. One of our biggest challenges is our water distribution system that we have. Silvercliff was started in 1875. And we have water mains that we still use from that period. West Cliff was, uh, was largely put in in the 20s and 30s, and they're hugely undersized, even for our population now. And mm-hmm. as it grows, those will have to get expanded and changed. So, yes, we do have some significant challenges as we come into this future, but opportunities too. Let me ask a little bit about your organization. Who are the key players, either on the board or in the operations group, Dave, you're the uh, district operations manager. Charles, you're head of the board. But I'm sure there's some other folks who are pretty important. Well, in my opinion, everyone's important because we're so small. So we have Peggy Quint, who is our business office manager, who keeps everything, cash and personnel in the office going. I have a operator in responsible charge that oversees two field techs. So we're small enough that nobody's unimportant uh, <laughs> in this this type of endeavor. Charles, how many board members are there currently? Uh, we just added our fifth uh, to satisfy when uh, Peggy assumed the job of the office manager. Uh, she had to leave the board, and she was our senior board member mm-hmm. uh, at that time. But we've just added our fifth, so that we're back up to, to full strength for the board. But we've got a good, diverse group various experiences that really complement each other and uh, it's a good group to work together and we've got a a real uh, working good working relationship and communication between our board and our full-time staff and peggy's doing her job because she reached out to me uh, originally to uh, right. to set up this interview so that's great uh, as we run short of time what what have we missed what else should folks know One thing I'd like to let our constituents know that Round Mountain is not some big entity out there that pushes its will around. It's essentially more of a a cooperative. We live and die by the fees that we collect. We get very little money from our mill levy. It's only 6% of our, our total budget for the year. So we need input from our constituents because what they input directly affects what the rates will be. So I encourage people to come and and be part of this and be proactive instead of reactive. 
Charles, any other thoughts? To add what Dave said, uh, the one thing, and we've found out more and more, is uh, our rates here, uh, like you said, our, our levy is rather low, but even with the rates that we've got currently and what we're projecting, we're still able to provide the services to our constituents at very competitive rates to other communities within the state. But to, to evaluate them, you need to look at all the various aspects that fund a special district, and whether that's the tax levies or the user fees or the consumption rates, it's each one is different, we find out, and uh, it varies, and it, it really makes it difficult to uh, compare rates that we've got here in Silvercliff and Westcliff with other communities. And let me remind folks that uh, this week, January 30th, 5.30 at Cliff Lanes, uh, Round Mountain Water and Sanitation De District, we'll be talking about rates and going into the rationale, going into the research behind it. Is that, a, is that still safe? That is a safe assessment, okay. yes. <laughs> we've been visiting with Dave Schneider and Charles Bogle from uh, Round Mountain Water and Sanitation District. Gentlemen, thanks for stopping by, and good luck with your meeting. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. My name's Gary, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 